What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Run With Purpose. This is episode number 22. And for those of you that are new to the show, my name is Flores, and I'm so very glad that you found this podcast. Would love if you would subscribe if you aren't already subscribed. And you can reach out to me on all the socials all the time at flores.run. Well, I say all the time, but I'm not on the socials all the time. But technically, you can reach out all the time, and then I'll respond back when I am on it. That's kind of what this episode's about, but we'll get into that. But how is everyone going? Uh, this or everyone doing? How's everyone going? What am I talking about? It's eight o'clock in the morning on Monday before this episode comes out, and uh, yeah, it's uh, I'm a little tired. Just did a speed workout, and um, yeah, we'll talk about that in a moment too. But this is the uh, first actual recording of the new year. Um, the last few, obviously, you know, I talked about, it and there were previously recorded. Um, just with the holidays and that sort of thing, we were going to be away. So I had to get these episodes in and recorded. So you guys had something to listen to. I mean, I know they weren't uh, as long episodes, the Christmas and the New Year's Eve episode, but episodes nonetheless. And then I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode um, with Annie. She is, she is an awesome person. Um, We've been communicating back and forth a little more um, since the episode, but she's, or since we recorded it rather, I think we recorded it, I think it was just before I left. So it was a few weeks before it released, but if you haven't listened to that episode or you don't follow her on Instagram, uh, definitely do that. She's, uh, she'll give you a little inspiration, I think for a day. And it's pretty cool. I think it's cool. It would be cool too for parents and that sort of thing to kind of see how she balances things between work and, um, her part-time hustle. And then, you know, the kids and everything like that. It's super inspiring just to see how she's able to, to do all of those things and still be able to get in runs. I noticed today, like she's out before I run and she's in central time. So she's an hour before me and is still finishing runs before I get started which is just crazy. I get back and I'm like, Oh, you already finished your seven mile run or six mile run or whatever. I'm like, way to go you. Um, but yeah, this morning I had, uh, my first speed workout of my training cycle. The training cycle got kind of got pushed back with Australia. Um, so I did my first speed workout. So I did four hundreds today and it kicked me in the butt. I basically just circled a parking lot, not too far from the apartment. Um, which I'm sure looked really funny. It was like a half a mile. It's like a half a mile loop around the parking lot. So I did, 400s around that with breaks and it was a really good run, but I'm, I'm quite exhausted. <laughs> so, and then trying to get this episode in before I actually have to start my work day, um, working from home sometimes helps that. So that's what we're doing today. So you guys are getting like a fresh, almost up to the, up to date, uh, podcast episode, just being the day before it releases. Um, so I talked about Australia and I hope everyone had a, a great Christmas and, and new year's and that sort of thing. Um, if you are new to the show, um, my wife and I had the opportunity to go, um, to Australia for Christmas and new year's, which was an absolutely fantastic time. Um, you know, preface it, it's, it's horrible. The, the bushfires and everything that they're having to deal with. And I'll talk a little bit about, um, some opportunities you guys can have to help support that and, and try to help those that are being affected by that. But, Um, luckily it didn't affect us all that much. Um, it did affect us a little bit though, but we started in Sydney, um, you know, did the typical tourist kind of stuff, went to the bridge, went to the Harbor bridge, the opera house, had some amazing food while we were there. We stayed in a little town, um, called Newtown 
and it's kind of like the hipster area is what we kept being told what it was like. And you know, like a lot of art gallery stuff, a lot of breweries, like tons of restaurants, like any type of food you could possibly think of. That's what was there. Like there was no shortage of food options, which kind of, it kind of stunk from a matter. It was like, we just didn't know like what to eat. Like there was just so many places to choose and the places we chose were pretty good. Um, you know, just, just great food all around. And then I had the opportunity to go to Hillsong church. Um, the, the original campus, I think it's called the Hills campus is what they call it. So that was super cool. Um, one of my favorite worship leaders, JD, he, um, was leading worship that day. And I don't know, it was just super cool to be there and be in that environment. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just an awesome church. And then from Sydney, we took a road trip to Melbourne and we were actually supposed to, uh, it was like a four day road trip that we were making our way down the coast. And, um, because of the fires about 15 minutes before we came up on a road, they actually closed down the road. You could see like the smoke billowing over the road and like the fires apparently crossed the road. Um, we saw like helicopters and planes and like every, it was bad. So we turned around and then as we turned around, we saw the police officers blocking the highway further down and that was actually the only highway that was going to take us to our Airbnb. <laughs> so we had to contact them and, and cancel that and do like a four hour detour up to uh Cambry, like the capital area. And it was really, it, it was a cool drive. Um, it was nice to spending time with Kenley Carl. We were chatting and we were looking for wildlife and stuff like that. And when, uh, from Canberra and then back down to like Raymond Island and Phillip Island, we saw a ton of wildlife, you know, kangaroos, koalas. We went to a penguin parade thing where we saw these penguins coming up from the water and we did like a private tour thing. So it was like, there was like 10 of us, I think. And we were out on the sand, like watching penguins come in, um, from basically the hunting, I guess if you would say all day, gathering food for the kids, uh, all day. And then like coming back on shore. Um, so we got to see them before it got completely dark. And then we had, um, night vision goggles to kind of see our, um, like binoculars to see them as well. So that was super cool. But like all the birds and everything there, it was just, it's, it's unreal. And I know it's an American thing where we're just like kangaroos and koalas. It's amazing. And it's like, well, people in Australia, they see that they see kangaroos all the time, obviously not koalas as much, but, um, but yeah, we're going crazy. And then, uh, after that we headed into Melbourne and, uh, Melbourne and then, uh, met some friends there, guy, uh, uh, buddy, my name, Perbeth and his wife, Wendy, they, uh, met them last year in Munich on a work trip. And he was like, Hey, if you're ever in Australia, make sure you, uh, you let us know and, and stop by. And I was like, don't worry, dude, I'm going to let you know. And then just so it happened to work out that this year we were able to go to Australia. So spent some time with them, went to a cricket match. Um, and like a side note with it, I'm, I'm, I think I'm like semi addicted to cricket right now. Uh, we watched the, it's called T20, a shorter version uh, than the traditional cricket. But we watched the big, big bash league, the BBL sponsored by KFC because there's like a KFC on every corner in Australia. Um, but we were watching, um, the Melbourne renegades, I believe, um, versus the Adelaide. And I can't remember, uh, I can't remember what they are, but I'm saying that's my team. Cause they had cool blue jerseys and I was like, I like the blue team. Like Melbourne was red and I'm like, I don't like the red. I like the blue team. So we were cheering for them and they won. So I've been like keeping up with a little bit with the, uh, with, with them on ESPN.au or ESPN.com.au. Um, and just kind of really got into all the stuff Perbeth used to play. So he, you know, told me all the ins and outs and all that jazz. And it was, 
I don't know if you can hear those geese. They are super loud flying by. Um, he told me all the ins and outs of the rules and stuff like that. So I actually understand it. And I was like, Oh, this is pretty neat. And it's pretty cool. Um, so who knows? Apparently there's a cricket club locally that I'm going to send a probably like harass and be like, Hey, can I just watch you guys until I can figure out like a hundred percent how to play it? Maybe. I don't know. It's one more. I don't need one more hobby. I guess <laughs> I do too many things as well, but leaving Melbourne, we went to, uh, to Cairns and the great barrier reef and it was great. Just snorkeling and relaxing. We'd like to spend the, um, the end of our vacations with less on our schedule. Um, so we can actually get to like relaxing before we get back on the grind, uh, you know, back to work and back to the, the typical kind of thing. So the last few vacations, it's been nice. What we do, we'll do a lot of things early on. And then like the last two days, there's like zero things planned. So it's kind of like a, Hey, is there anything we want to do while we're here? If not, let's sit on the beach. Let's you know, just do relax. We won't sit inside uh, like we didn't sit inside our Airbnb there. We were about a block away from the beach. Well, we were just across the street from the beach. So I guess you can call it a block away. And, um, like there was nothing between us and the beach other than a road and like a grass field. Um, yeah, so we like to relax and that's basically what we did. I mean, you know, with the UV being 12 and it being hundred percent humidity in the low nineties, it wasn't fun <laughs> to just sit outside, but we did that for a little bit. Kayla did obviously a lot longer than I did. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was a great time overall. Um, yeah, Australia was just, was just so great. I'm, I'm looking forward to the next time we go down cause I want to run on every continent and there was no races. Um, while we were there because it was Christmas time and it's also the middle of summer. So not many things were happening during that time, obviously with the bushfires and that sort of thing. Um, but I did get a few runs in while I was there and actually like a funny, funny little highlight is I actually hit 10,000 lifetime miles, um, that were tracked on a watch basically with my Garmin and my Coros now. Um, but I hit 10,000 overall miles, uh, which was kind of cool. Um, crazy to think that I've run that much. I think that's been since 2010. So it's kind of like I hit 10,000 miles in a decade. Ooh, I just thought of that now. I didn't even write that down. So a thousand miles a year. That's not, that's not terrible. That's pretty good. Con, I mean, considering that in 2010, I probably only ran 300 miles and in 2011, it was probably like 400 miles. <laughs> so the rest have caught up to that, but that's, yeah. So I hit 10,000 lifetime miles on a watch. So that's, I'm like, that's pretty neat. Actually, it probably been less than that because I didn't get my garment until after my first half. Anyways, so maybe nine miles or nine years. Um, but yeah, that's kind of a real quick highlight of the trip. I didn't want to like, glance over the trip. We were super, super thankful that we were able to go and do all that stuff and, you know, hang out with some friends and make some new friends and just, you know, experience a different culture. Um, I'll tell you that right now, any, any listeners I have from Australia, you guys are super nice, super friendly, super accommodating, super welcoming. Um, yeah, I mean, I wish people in the States were, were half as nice as people in Australia were. It was just literally, we landed in LA, um, on our way back home and like instantly heard people complaining Actually, I don't even think it was then. I think it was like in the airport about to board that plane and people were complaining already about like, we've been waiting, we've been doing, doing whatever and like chill out. I'm like, ah, this is, I'm not looking forward to going back to the States because of this, but maybe we'll do an episode on compassion and you can send it to everyone and be like, Hey guys, let's do something like this, please. And thank you. Um, but this uh, week, uh, other than my little recap, I wanted to kind of go a little in depth, a little more in depth on the, um, my, my one word I talked about on the 2020 episode about my word present and kind of 
what that all means um, to be present and, and, and have that present feeling in everything that I'm doing. And it was kind of interesting because I got a jump start on that while I was in Australia. So usually when we travel, um, Kayla and I will both bring our phones, but we only get one SIM card. We usually put it in her phone because um, she'll reach out to her family a lot just during the trip or just from friends, like send pictures to her girlfriends and stuff like that. So we'll put the SIM card in her phone because she'll just have it. And her phone actually has better battery life than mine too. So it's a, it's, there's a lot of reasons why we use her phone instead of my phone. And then I bring my phone kind of just to sit on Wi-Fi or use it as a hotspot or use Kayla's phone as a hotspot to be able to connect to things, you know, whether I need to play Pokemon go or whatever the case might be. Um, but this time, uh, we just brought one phone. Um, we only needed the phone for a phone number and, and GPS for maps and stuff like that. I actually left my phone in my dresser at home and it kind of, it kind of gave me a little bit of anxiety. I think if I'm being honest at the beginning, right before we left, like, uh, should I bring it? Should I not, you know, what should I do? And I just kind of wanted to completely get away um, from just unplug from it all. You know, I brought my computer so I could upload pictures and then do some like day planning and stuff like that, but was not trying to get on social media or do any work or respond to any emails the entire trip. Um, I did have one little like right when we got to Brisbane, our transfer before we got to Sydney, um, I needed to check my email for something. I can't remember what it was. We needed some sort of confirmation number or something like that. And then I forgot about my Google authentication. So, you know, like the two factor authentication, if you're familiar with that kind of thing while well, using on the Google app, which is on my phone, which was on my, in my dresser at home. So luckily my mother-in-law was uh, at the house and she was able to grab that and get me that code so I can get into my email to get the information I needed. But like, even right then, like we were like, on our first day in the trip and I'm already like freaking out like, Oh, I should have brought my phone. I need my phone. What's going on? I'm like, no, chill out. It'll be fine. You won't need your phone again. You've got it connected, you know, save for 30 days or whatever Gmail wanted to do. Um, but yeah, so the whole time was trying to like stay away from socials and that sort of thing. Not that there's anything inherently wrong with it, but it can be just an addicting thing where you're like, Hey, why am I spending so much time doing this when it's not really adding value or, you know, I'm not being in the moment and I'm kind of just like living for living for the Instagram, if you will, you know, taking the picture, um, tagging myself and whatever to be like, Hey, I was here instead of being like, Hey, no, like actually be here. Um, but one other benefit that I didn't really even see didn't even think about as a possible thing of me not bringing that phone. I thought it was more or less, I wasn't just going to sit on it the entire time while we were, you know, traveling and that sort of thing, instead of just being on my phone all the time. Like I knew I was going to be the driver, which by the way was a crazy thing driving on the other side of the road. But, um, I, I knew I was gonna be the driver. So it wasn't like I was gonna be texting or looking at my phone at all. So I was like, you know, the, besides that, the, uh, the craziest thing was, the amount of sleep I was able to get and, and I can't equate it to anything other than not looking at screens. Um, because the, you know, I slept like 10 hours on the plane, which I was probably just cause I was tired on the plane. No, it's 10 out of eight hours. I slept eight hours on the plane, which I almost never do, but I was just exhausted, I think. But then the first few nights I was there, I slept like almost 10 hours a night. You know, this is not looking at any screen. The only screens I was looking at were like the subway screen or the train screens in Sydney 
And then my computer every night when I would upload the photos, I wasn't really editing photos yet. I was just uploading them and then backing them up just so I had a backup of them. And originally I thought it was like due to the time change, you know, that I was able to, you know, get that amount of sleep. Like maybe I was still just exhausted and, and jet lag, if you will. That's a whole different story, but, um, or not really. I don't know. I don't know why I said that. Whatever. Um, <laughs> the, uh, I thought it was because of the time difference and, and, but then like later in the week, I was still getting like at least nine hours asleep every single night. And that's like when we didn't have to set an alarm. Like if I was just like going to go to sleep when we're ready to go to sleep and wake up whenever I wake up, like Kayla would be up for hours. She's like, well, I just wanted to let you sleep. And I'm like, you didn't have to do that. Cause like now I've like slept so long. I spent a lot of time sleeping and, and I was like, it has to be because of the screen time, like not staring at the blue screen and dealing with all that stuff. Cause we really weren't watching TV at our places um, wasn't looking at the phone again, a little bit on the computer, but my brain was actually like, it felt like it was able to shut down and like actually rest. Um, which was weird. Like I felt like I got, it's not even just like the amount of sleep. Like it wasn't just like the nine hours. It was like, I got like good sleep. Like I woke up refreshed. I felt great the entire day. I felt great. I didn't feel like groggy. It wasn't like one of those things where like now nah, well, I see in the past, I used to get, you know, I'd get seven and a half hours of sleep and I'm like way too much sleep. I feel groggy the rest of the day. I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, I'm getting like three more hours in that. And I'm like feeling like a million bucks. So I'm like, it has to be, it had to be that, that screen time. And it was just, I was used to, to not having that distraction while we were there and just being more in the moment, you know, instead of worrying about the next place we needed to be, um, you know, looking at my phone and that sort of thing, we would just enjoy where we were, which is super great. We hit a small town, walk around, you know, try to find some stuff. Sometimes it was frustrating if I didn't have it too planned because I am a little bit of a planner with those kinds of things, but I was trying to be, you know, a little more open, a little more free, um, and just being present in, in the moment kind of thing. And I think being present in your current situation can go, can go a long way. You know, it's not just about putting down that phone, but it's actually like being there for, for people and and listening and actually listening and caring. You know, I know I have a problem sometimes and I'm trying to get better with it. Like if someone's talking about something and I'm not really interested, um, you know, I want to hear them out. I want them to talk. You know, I don't want to be the one that talks all the time. Um, surprisingly with the podcast that I'm usually by myself. Um, <laughs> the, uh, it's, it's kind of the idea of like actually putting down my phone and actually, you know, looking them in the eyes and having that conversation, which can definitely be an awkward thing, you know, like, if you're not someone that, that can hold eye contact very well, I've gotten better over it, better with it over the years, but it's still something that like, depending on the person or my, my comfort level with that person, it's hard just to look someone in the eyes and have that conversation, especially if they're good at doing it. I understand how intimidating that can be if they can just keep that, that straight stare, if you will. Um, you know, and, and keep that eye contact and that sort of thing. But being able to like put down your phone or, or whatever you're doing, you know, close your laptop screen, anything like that to consistently be paying attention to them. I think it's huge because people will then feel more welcoming and more wanting to tell you 
things and, and knowing that you're caring or at least paying attention to it. It may not be something you're necessarily interested in, but at least you're paying attention. You could, you always, you're going to learn something new probably, you know? And I think, I think there's a lot to that of just being present in your current situation in that moment, instead of worrying about the next moment. You know, it goes back to like the Instagram life, like, you know, living for the gram, if you will, taking the picture just so you can post and say, I was here and then moving on to the next thing. You know, I think I took, we were there for two weeks. We were in Australia for two weeks. I think I took 300 total photos on my camera. And after everything, I think I ended up with like a hundred and something after I edited down. And it's because those hundred something were my favorites. They were the best of the best photos that I had. They captured our vacation the way I wanted it to. We weren't just about taking photos of every single thing we saw because at that point you're just looking at the camera and you're not experiencing things. You know, we have zero pictures of the smoke that we saw while we were driving. Not that you want to say we were experiencing the smoke, but you know, we were just there. We didn't have to document it. We have a story. We have that memory. We don't necessarily have to take a picture of every single thing that we're doing to kind of, to, to make that memory. I don't know. Cause the, the memories aren't in our things. They're in us. As I think Joshua Fields Milburn said, um, and I'm actually reading that book. Everything remains highly recommend it. It's been good so far, but yeah, I think just being present. It's like, I want to be there for my family and friends and like truly be there you know, not, not be doing three things at once. Like, you know, Kayla and I have these conversations and stuff like that, you know, at, at dinner and it's, we used to have our phones out and stuff like that. We've, we've nixed that. We don't have our phones out, don't have the iPads or computers unless we're talking specifically about something that requires that, but it's, we're just having a conversation. And I actually started a new thing, um, while we were gone, um, or once we got back, we were talking about that because of the screens and stuff like that of having no screens past 8 PM during the week. So Sunday through Thursday, Sunday through Thursday nights, having no screens past 8 PM. And I, what it, that's going to do is it's helping. It's going to keep me focused on, well, it's going to have a couple, a couple things. One, no screen time. So I can maybe have that less blue light before I go to bed, let my mind have a little bit of rest before actually going to sleep to get, to get actual rest. Two, it's going to allow me to be more present and me be more uh, um, engaged at home because I'll have that actual time with Kayla to do, to have conversations, no distractions, you know, whether it's even a TV, you know, we used to sit and watch TV all night. We basically we'd eat dinner. We talk while we eat dinner. She would clean up. I would clean up and then we'd sit down and watch TV until the time was good until it was time to go to bed. And most of the time she would go to bed. I would stay up on my computer and do work. So that's not happening anymore. We're just hanging out and talking or reading a book or whatever the case might be. And then third, it actually makes me prioritize my activities and projects. So if I know I have things due um, and I need to get them done, well, I've, I've got to make sure they, they're allotted in that time slot. Like I have an hour a night basically to get things done. And that's, I need to be um, smart with that time. I can't just sit and play my Nintendo Switch the entire time. If I have work, I need to get done. So, and it's a balance is some days, you know, I did it on, I think it was Thursday or Friday of last week. It's, you know, I didn't have anything that was pressing that needed to be due. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to use the screen time to play video games. 
because that's, that's what I want to do right now. It's going to make me happy and let's go after it, you know? And then I did that and now it's like, all right, now get back to work. Let's get these things. Let's get this stuff done, you know, and put in that time. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, I think the screen time and the being present and stuff like that, those are, those are good starts to me being more present, um, in the moment and being there, like actually being there. Um, and I know I have a lot of work to get where I want to be, but I think these steps are going to, to really help me get to that next level to make that difference in being present. Cause I honestly think the being present is the next step of my being comfortable with discomfort because how easy is it? You're sitting in a line, you know, a fast food line, the post office, you know, a store, you're buying something at Kroger or something like that. How easy is it to reach into your pocket and pull out your phone and just scroll through, you know, scroll through Instagram, check your email again, even though you just checked it five minutes ago, there's no email that's that important in the next and within five minutes that you got, you know, so how easy is it to just go back to those, um, the, the minimalist, they, they call it pacifiers. We go back to these pacifiers that kind of just bring us back to comfort, you know, and that goes right back again. If I'm not present, I'm falling back into conformity and what is comfortable for me. So I need to break through that comfort, get a little bit uncomfortable to continue to grow. And my next step, I believe in growing is being present is, you know, even when it feels awkward and it's like, you know what? I need to pull up my phone. I need something to distract me because this is feeling weird. I need to resist the urge of doing so. I've been paying attention a little bit more to my screen time, um, on iOS. They have that. And I know Android, they have something similar as well as the screen time tracking, but I would recommend taking a look at that and, and kind of being cautious of what you're, how much time you're spending on your phone and what you're spending time on your phone with. You know, I know I spent a ton of time on Instagram, um, just because I'm managing multiple accounts and I'm doing this and it's like, no, I need to, I need to stop, you know, four or five hours a day on my phone is not good. And that's like screen time on my phone. So it's not just like my phone, like I get a text message and that's it. It's, you know, that's like 20 seconds, but it's like five hours. It's ridiculous. There's no need for it. So I'm just like, side note, I'm like managing my, my business accounts on Facebook creator where they're all organized and I'm doing it on the computer. Yes. It's also another device, but I'm not scrolling through my feed. I'm not doing that. You know, and when I am doing that, I'm being intentional about who I'm following and that sort of things. People that are, that are going to, to inspire me, to make me better, to push me to the next level. People like Annie, uh, people like Vanessa, people that we've had on the podcast, you know, Ryan, uh, Shannon, uh, Chrissy, I, I don't want to miss anyone. So I don't want to say everyone, but people that are making a difference. And, and being a positive impact on the world. Those are the people I want to follow. And those are the people I want to see what they're doing. So that's what I do. I spend my time following those people. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's a huge, I don't know. I think it's a huge benefit to being a little more um, disciplined in my social media uses to be more present in my current moment and continue that path of being comfortable with discomfort. But what is your word for this year? You know, I'd like you to, to kind of just think about that. What's the one thing that you can kind of wrap into everything you do in your life and try to bring it down to one word. And again, you can go to myoneword.org 
they kind of explain what the one word stuff means and how to kind of pick one out. But uh, have you ever dealt with the idea of being present? Is this something that like, hey, maybe my word should be present or, you know, being present? Have you ever thought, um, have you ever dealt with that? And, you know, maybe and if you have, what worked for you? I'd love to, to have that communication with you. Anything to help me get through this? Obviously, it's a two-way conversation. I'm trying to, to learn as much as I can to make this actually stick and to continue through, you know, since most resolutions, uh, even this is not a resolution, but most end, you know, by the end of January. So let's keep that going. Uh, let me know on the socials. You can uh, reach out to me, obviously on, on flores.run on all the socials, but yeah, that's kind of a highlight of the episode. Wanted to make you aware of some events that are coming up. Um, hangry race series. We finally announced the date, May 30th, 2020. Um, yeah, I think you will, uh, if you're in the Columbus area, definitely, definitely check out the race. Registration starts on February 1st. I'll probably give more information. We'll probably do an episode just on the Hangry Race series, um, kind of the history of it. And maybe I'll have Rob from Feed Delaware, the um, organization we've been supporting for the last few years. Maybe I'll have him on the show as well. So we can kind of talk about all that um, maybe in a couple weeks. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you, the, uh, my one word.org that kind of um, gives you that, highlighting, if you will, uh, of the one word. So definitely check that out. And then talked about a little bit earlier, but with the fires and stuff like that, um, I'm asking everyone, you know, drink one less Starbucks coffee this week and donate to the funds that are supporting volunteer firefighters dealing with the bushfires. There's a ton of places you can give money. Um, um, I'm personally going to be giving to the Hillsong fund because they're giving directly to the volunteer firefighters and those affected by the fires. So it's not going to like the state or anything like that. Um, it's actually going to the people on the ground, you know, doing the work and, and the families that are being affected by this, this horrible, horrible thing, you know, and then kind of goes and thing. We won't get into like global warming and climate change, but do your part, take care of this planet. We only have one of them. So yeah, you got to do that. But that is my soapbox there. Uh, reach out to me on social media everywhere at flores.run. Subscribe, leave a review of the podcast. It helps out so much. You can visit my website at www.flores.run. Thanks for joining me today. You guys run with purpose one step at a time. See you next week. Ah!